so this is the weekly news uh, segment where i take you through the main events of the last one week and um, you know they are both national and international uh, and i hope you come out of this uh, smarter than you uh, were 30 minutes uh, before you know uh, because i'm assuming this will go on for 30 minutes i don't know uh, so yeah liverpool versus manchester united is going to begin in like uh, 24 minutes uh, i'll try to wrap this before that and i really hope you guys actually uh, you know learn something out of this because the news is really important and this is the second ever weekly news roundup so let's begin uh so firstly uh, the biggest news of uh, this week has to be obviously uh, the bjp losing a lot of uh, seats there were a lot of uh, uh, state elections there were actually of uh, um, state elections in uh, rajasthan chatisgarh mizoram um telangana and uh, one more place i'm making a fool out of myself madhya pradesh of course uh, so uh, as you can see uh, rajasthan congress won Chhattisgarh Congress won, Madhya Pradesh Congress won. Uh, in Mizoram, the Congress lost, uh, the BJP lost, obviously. Um, and in Telangana, uh, it was uh, it was no, uh, it was both of them losing again, where regional parties took over. Now here's uh, here's the thing, right? Um, many people are calling this as uh, a defeat for the BJP. Uh, this is where I disagree. uh like like this is a huge blow uh to the bjp uh, uh so here's the thing there, there there needs to be a little bit of nuance in this or you know th- there's a lot of anti incumbency at play now y- one of the main reasons i try to uh, i'm trying to do this is to uh, simplify the news right so uh, anti incumbency what does it even mean it just basically means people are tired of you public bore ho gaya they would just want change change for the heck of change and basically not just that uh, i'm being too simplistic uh, people need new faces fresh face- faces f- fresh ideas and uh, fresh execution because uh, the best thing about a democracy is you can vote out people you don't like or you're just tired of them you know uh, and i think uh, that is where anti incumbency comes into the picture so the longer you stay in power the harder it is it is to latch on to it in a democratic setup uh, and uh, this these sort of checks and balances are kept uh, to keep you uh, from actually becoming an authoritative regime you know and uh, so who is going to uh, so so what happened in rajasthan you know it's it's always a seesaw you know five years congress five years bjp five years congress five years bjp and here here's what happened right uh, congress obviously won ashok gehlot is going to become the new chief minister of rajasthan uh, and this guy has been a congress guy since the very beginning he was in he has in fact worked with even uh, indira gandhi like indira gandhi knew him uh, back in the day this guy was the youth congress uh, head uh, for rajasthan if i'm not wrong he was first elected to the parliament in 1980 when he was in his late 20s so this is a guy who has been a career politician uh, and uh, he, he he's he, he was he actually defeated uh, uh, sachin pilot if i'm not wrong you know and uh, because uh, I, i think sachin pilot has uh, now become the deputy chief minister uh, yeah he has f- of rajasthan so that is something new you have known um uh, in 
Chhattisgarh, uh, you have Bhupesh Baghel, who is going to be the new chief minister. Uh, and uh, so, uh, if I'm not wrong, so uh, there was a 15-year-old regime of Raman Singh of the BJP. So again, anti-incumbency over here again. And uh, I- I'm not trying to defend the BJP. Trust me, I don't care uh, who is uh, governing our country as long as they are doing the jobs. Uh, I'm, I- I'm, I'm, I'm really a centrist, you know. But I don't. Uh, this is I'm, I'm not saying it because I'm trying to be defensive or something. It's, it's because it's important, you know. Uh, and so coming back, uh, you know, like one of the titles of an article in Times of India is that Modi and Amit Shah were unable to beat the anti-incumbency, you know. And uh, so, so, so here's the thing. Um, let me tell you about the results of uh, uh, Mizoram and uh, uh, you know Telangana. Just hold on, guys. Just hold on. I uh, of course I messed up somewhere. Mizoram. Election results. I should have. I should have. Huh. So the Mizo National Front uh, won 26 seats, uh, which was 65% of the seats. Uh, Congress won 12.5% of the seats, which is just five seats. Uh, you have uh, the BJP, which won only one seat. Uh, and there, there was a party called as Prism. Okay, <laughs> zero seats. Fair enough. Um, other parties got eight seats. So Mizo National Front once again uh, is a regional party, you know, and uh, those guys. Uh, and this is this was the last northeastern state Congress held power over. And uh, now there's not even a single state in the northeast they actually have uh, any power. You know, this is for the first time in like uh, 60 years or so. Uh, in uh, Telangana, the TRS won. Uh, where KCR uh, is the founder of Telangana and uh, like one of the guys who he- uh, one of the main guys who helped found Telangana actually and uh, you know like uh, his party the TRS has won 88 seats which is 73.9% of the votes like that's insane you know that's 73% uh, 74% if you look at it that's that's just like bro ye mera hai you know and uh, who's going to be the chief minister of course it's going to be uh, KCR just hold on chief minister for Telangana will be uh, Mr. Kalvakuntla Chandrasekhar Rao that's KCR um, and uh, now we head on to um, Madhya Pradesh Madhya Pradesh, uh, without even searching, I can tell you it was Kamal Nath, or Kamal Nath, sorry, uh, who has been uh, uh, selected to lead uh, the Congress party and the Congress government over there. Uh, he's going to be the next chief minister of uh, Madhya Pradesh. Uh, Madhya Pradesh results. It was a cliffhanger. Uh, if you if you have been paying attention, it was a very close contest. Uh, you have uh, the Indian National Congress with 114 seats, 114 seats, which was 49.6%. BJP had 109 seats, which is 47.4%. Cliffhanger, as I said. Uh, the BSP had two seats. And... Uh, you know, it, w- it was a close call. And there were like, I, I read somewhere that there were seven or eight constituencies where the BJP lost with less than uh, by less than 1000 votes in fact some place they lost by 22 votes so you can see it was a close call and uh, Shivrat Singh Chauhan who uh, was the chief minister of Madhya Pradesh until now uh, he handed in his resignation and uh, party president BJP party president uh, uh, Amit Shah rejected that uh, saying uh, no serve the people and all but I don't think that's working out so Chhattisgarh lost uh, Madhya Pradesh again 15 years of Shivrat Singh uh, Chauhan's uh, government if I'm not wrong let me verify that for you 
So this guy has been the chief minister of Madhya Pradesh since 29th February 2005. <laughs> and uh, it's now that 12th December 2018. So this dude was uh, Mr. Shivrat Singh Chauhan was the chief minister of Madhya Pradesh for 13 years. That's mad, you know. And still, this guy almost lost out by a draw. You could call that result a draw. He was almost winning it for the fourth term. You can imagine, like, the people either love him or he's done some great work. I think the people love him. The people of Madhya Pradesh absolutely love Shivraj Singh Chauhan. And uh, so, yeah, coming back, coming back to all these results, you know, what do they mean for the BJP? What do they mean for Congress? What do they mean for Mr. Modi? What do they mean for, uh, of course, Rahul Gandhi? And what does it mean, most importantly, forget all these people, man. What does it mean for India as a nation? So, so here's, here's, here's what I think, right? The beauty of democracy is that there is always balance. Now, who, do, who does the balance reside with, you know, where does the balance reside is always the bone of contention. Uh, but but there, I, I'm always a bit nervous when only one party, only one party has power, you know. There shouldn't be dominance of a single party, you know. Uh, always support your country and uh, only support your government when they deserve it. You know, and I think in recent years, uh, in the last one year at least, the BJP government has uh, made a lot of mistakes at the center, and uh, they were they they have been going uh, astray from the mandate of uh, development. You know, uh, and uh, it's very little, you know, very little of development which they want to seem to do, and a lot of uh, right wing politics that they are uh, known for. So I think uh, it's a good uh, good result for India. Uh, it's a great result for Congress, which everyone thought had vanished and all. Uh, fantastic result for Rahul Gandhi. He can finally say, yeah, jeet gay. And uh, in fact, there's an article that these poll results are also good news for Mr. Modi, Prime Minister Modi and Yogi Adityanath. Because what it does, it does is all the bets now are now on Mr. Modi and Mr. Mr. Yogi Adityanath because uh, the UP is, uh, Uttar Pradesh is the biggest state in India uh, and uh, it has uh, it has like around 80 Lok Sabha seats okay okay so our results will be election uh, will be held in like six months from now I guess uh, April May of 2019 at this time uh, it uh, you know UP holds a lot of power and uh, Mr. Yogi Adityanath uh, his role is even more crucial in ensuring BJP wins. And uh, same with Mr. Modi, because these two are the only big names who uh, apparently can actually win them votes. And uh, uh, what many people are saying that this election, 2019 general election, will lead to a, a coalition government because uh, the at the center, uh, Mr. Modi's party, BJP, will not get uh, the majority they got last time, which is a good thing. Uh, because India is a very diverse country and you kind of need, uh, you know, regional politic uh, politicians to hold uh, a proportionate amount of power and leverage over the central parties. So that is a good thing. Uh, but, uh, but a very exciting battle is brewing for the, for the nation's uh, governance in 2019. And uh, I, I'll ensure uh, you guys are up to date. 
so what else what 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 are the other uh, pieces of news that we have uh yeah what happened this week okay zomato zomato boy eating delivery food first of all it wasn't a boy it was a man it was a grown ass man uh you know like i somewhere uh, you know we, we must have all seen that video right this guy is sitting on an active uh, or a scooter or something and he is having uh, his uh, you know he's taking bites out of uh, the food that he's supposed to deliver i somewhere feel bad for him you know these guys work really hard you and i know that and even if they are late for 5 minutes 10 minutes they have had it you know they have had it from us they have had it from zomato they have had it from the restaurant you know and uh, somewhere i feel this teaches us that we really uh, need to improve the conditions uh, for delivery boys um, not just for zomato or swiggy or food panda or anything uh, but for e-commerce delivery boys in general i think they are an exploited lot mm. i think uh, they need to be given more protections and they need to be taken care of better because they make our lives better you know and uh, although uh, zomato has responded saying that this is a one uh, you know like a very rare incident and they are uh, try- trying to ensure this doesn't happen again by coming up with tamper proof uh, stickers and all uh, which is a great response if you ask me and an honest response i i just think this was a slow news week if you ask me and someone just picked this up and this uh, this uh, by the way this video i don't know how many of you know this uh, was actually shot in madurai you know madurai south india uh, now what do you have mm, what else what else what else supreme court yeah uh, on the rafale deal uh, so supreme court on rafale defense deal what the court said uh, basically it was good news for the government and the bjp saying that there is no occasion to doubt the decision making process in the deal and uh, just because uh, the ex president of france mr francois holland uh, came out with a statement we this can't be the basis of a judicial review that's what times of india uh, is quoting from the supreme court and we have ordered basically 36 rafale fighter jets and the need was actually uh, 126 uh, fighter jets and uh, we have gotten only 36 uh, so mr chidambaram i think uh, came up recently with the uh, with the question that why only 36 why not 126 do you not care about uh, you know the nation security and all i think this is just all just uh, politics with uh, you know like I-, i think i think we are all uninformed uh, about what's happening and because of the rafale deal i think the bjp is pursuing the augusta westland case too you know uh i don't want to go in the augusta westland case too much uh, i don't think uh, that's what i want to do today uh you have uh, now what else do you have uh you have mr another news another court news will be the uk court uh, a uk court ordered extradition of vijay malia to india uh so basically it was uh, it was the uk's westminster magistrates court ordered the extradition of uh, mr vijay malia dr vijay malia to india uh, facing fraud charges resulting from the collapse of his defunct airline kingfisher airlines and uh, so so it is alleged that uh, dr malia has uh, fled the country uh, after defaulting on loans worth almost 9000 crores uh, and uh, he he says he'll pay them back he says they he will pay them back you know uh, but uh, our, uh, our our government uh, and the bjp party in general is saying that uh, we, uh, we we you know we are going to put you to justice and uh, arun jaitley said uh, the, all the loans were given in the times of the congress upa regime and uh, you know now we the nda the bjp we are actually uh, bringing him to justice 
proper uh, banter if you ask me because uh, i genuinely believe uh, these guys uh, are going to make a uh, you know show out of it before the elections so watch this space mr malia has a right to appeal this decision you know uh, in another news uh, urjit patel stepped down as the rbi governor citing personal reasons uh, there was a lot of friction between the rbi and uh, the government saying that uh, in terms of functioning you know uh, rbi was saying no touching our autonomy and the bjp was like uh, and the government basically was like no no you know we need to make a few changes here and there so i'll tell you what was the main point of contention between the two uh, so they have been fighting over how much the uh, autonomy the rbi should have because uh, what the government wants to do it wants to reduce the curbs on lending you know so the rbi will put uh, so rbi doesn't want to flood the uh, market with more cash whereas the government wants to do that and uh, they they the government also wants to gain access to the rbi's surplus reserves you know what i think this could be uh, th- this could be one topic we could discuss in detail so i think i'll get a friend on someone who uh, understands this topic better you know and uh, who who will uh, explain the point of a uh, bone of contention between the RBI uh, and the government who is the new RBI governor i of course know this uh, mr shaktikant das but i had forgotten mr shaktikant das uh, is the new gov- uh, RBI governor and uh, he was a former economic uh, affairs secretary uh, for for the last 3 years uh mr raghuram rajan said that uh, uh ex he's ex uh, rbi governor of course he said that uh, urjit patel's resignation is a cause of concern you know for all indians uh, he said it, it, it like that if a public servant is quitting his job out of protest it it means there's something going on there's something wrong and people need to pay attention and he says that any threat to the autonomy of rbi is uh, nothing but bad news for the nation so watch the space i really want to do uh, do a podcast on this i want to understand what's going on between the rbi and the government here and i think you would love to know about it too uh moving on to some you know non politics non economic uh, economics uh, uh, news uh, india versus australia first test india beat australia by 31 runs on uh, in adelaide oval uh, i think we this is the first time we have won there since 2003 um, and rishabh pant who's our goalkeeper equaled the record held by jack russell and ab de villiers of taking 11 catches in a single test match and virat kohli our captain became the first asian captain to win tests in england australia and south africa which i think is uh, an amazing record uh, and uh, the second test is going on right now uh, let me tell you the score uh, i doubt we are going to win this test i think those guys are playing really well um, so uh, stumps for uh, day th- end of day 3 uh, australia all out for 326 and uh, uh, that was the first innings india made 283 in the first innings Uh, in response to that uh, then australia has is now on 13244 hmm i think i think if they get a lead you know of around uh, you know like they currently have a lead of 175 runs australia have a lead of 175 runs if they add 100 150 more runs we are toast i think we will lose this test i hope we don't i our bowlers need to come up with a miracle 
let's see let's see let's see what happens and of course kohli and pujara need to perform again as usual um another news delhi high court bans online medical sales across the country so basically you and i we go to these medical shops right as as jaake aisa matlab medical ke paas chale jao you know they're called pharmacies in most countries matlab uh, and you know for whatever medicines that we need we go to these shops right so in the era of digital in the era of e-commerce uh, there are many companies that are coming up with uh, this service that you can order your medicines online but here's the thing about medicines right these are they are basically drugs and uh, there are certain kinds of drugs which can be misused and the government is like boss we uh, you know we need to review this and the high, delhi high court has said we need to ban the sale of online uh, medicines because you can't control who's using it and there can be a lot of misuse you know uh, there's a reason that uh, you cannot get uh, most medicines without a prescription you, you you cannot right and that's that that's important uh there are uh, you know we we have uh, new portals coming up like if i'm not wrong pharmacy is one of those portals which is actually trying to give you um, an online solution uh, an online subscription for your medicines you know so what they are basically saying is uh, you know like if you upload a scan copy uh, with your mobile phone which is pretty simple nowadays right uh, of your prescription from your doctor we will send it to you and we will not sell anything that is that can be considered addictive but i think uh, the authorities that are still think this uh, idea is not foolproof and uh, they're saying uh, uh, you know that uh, ban this thing so so let's see uh, how this goes i uh, here's what i feel about this right i think this is a very reactionary verdict uh, i think in the era of uh, e-commerce uh, with so many strides in healthcare and life sciences because of digital technology because of remote uh, remote patient monitoring and uh, you know um, uh, so so and so things you know uh, which digital is making possible i think medicines too can be delivered online and uh, especially for old people right if they are living alone what if what if they forget they have to go and get their medicines which happens quite a lot you know what if you forget you have the your medicines but you had to you know renew them there are people who have ailments which require constant medication you know so for that uh, i think uh, online uh, delivery of uh, and a subscription model of medicine delivery is good uh, so let's see where this goes i think uh, everyone will come up with uh, uh, a solution uh so for the article of the week uh i think the match is going to start in 2 minutes uh article of the week uh is uh, uh from theweek.com of course uh which is twitter isn't real by noah milman uh so noah milman uh twitter isn't real uh go through it uh i'll try and put uh, the link uh, for that article in the comment section uh so thank you guys uh, for tuning in uh, this is the first time ever i've done this um uh, do give feedback for whatever you feel and uh, i think uh, I-, i i enjoyed doing this uh, and i hope you understood uh, whatever i was trying to say thank you bye